The Fantasy Football Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet 100 and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. All right, and welcome into the Fantasy Football Podcast presented by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I am your host, Justin Bruni. Joining me tonight is a special guest, Joe Pepe. How are we doing, sir? I'm good, man. I'm good. How you been? I look. I've, I know we talked about it already, but I still love that Seinfeld background every time. It pops thank you, up. thank you, thank you. As <laughs> I was telling you, there are some younger crowds that think this is my home, and it is not. I do not. <laughs> I do not have a refrigerator that old. Uh, I used to sell appliances. I would not do that to myself in the year 2022. <laughs> Um, other than that, I mean, I think everything's like, you know, pretty kosher to 2022. Uh, I got some decent stools, a couple of couches. No, no big deal. Yeah. Kramer's you got a nice place there, man. Yeah, yeah you got right? a nice and, place. And, I like it. And it's in New York. It's got to be rent controlled, right? So, I mean, it can't exactly. be too bad. Yeah, yeah exactly. But, you got you got a maid, man. You got a maid. <laughs> Appreciate you coming on tonight. Love love having you come on to talk some football. Uh, before we get started, just want to you know give a thank you for coming on and give you an opportunity to you know share some stuff that you're working on. Let everybody know where they can find you and you know what content you can uh, help everybody with. Yeah, so it's uh, pretty easy to find me on any of the platforms. I am JPEP20 on literally every platform. I basically coined the damn name so nobody can have it. Uh, all I'm working on right now, I have my Fantasy Pros article that I put out every week where I do stack attacks for DFS. I do my Wednesday night show uh, with WagerWire where nice. me and my buddy Nate, we break down different DFS plays, different fantasy plays, different bets. We go through that. Uh, I have a boxing fight coming up again in April, so I'm getting ready for that one. That's with Haymakers for Hope, where I'm actually boxing for cancer. So we're trying to nice. raise a bunch of money for cancer, and hopefully I get a knockout and I don't knock some, you know, I don't get myself knocked out. We'll, we'll train for that, though. And then uh, finally, I have one more thing that I wish I could tell you right now because I just signed the contract to it. But it's got to wait, but I'm just going to tell everybody just kind of keep an eye on the horizon. All right. Some good stuff on the horizon for, for Joe. I love it. Tell me a little bit more about the uh, about the fight. I mean, you got a decent opponent. Are we trying to hurt each other for charity? Like, what's going on there? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I am trying to knock somebody the hell out. Okay. There's, there's, no, there's no joke on that. Um, we're all trying to raise money. I don't know the opponent yet. We're trying okay. to find people okay. with, um, I guess, like, influer nation, in a sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, sure. because long story short, I won that TV show a while ago. So people still think I'm important for whatever reason, but I'm going to go up against somebody else, probably from TV or something like that. And we're mm -hmm. all going to try to think there's four fights in the night and we're all going to try to raise as much money as we can. Every ticket raises money, every donation, obviously. And then we're just going to fight it out to the death. And being from Philly, I cannot let my uncle Rocky down and I need to knock them out. Like he knocked Drago out. That's all. I love and then it. I need I love to, it. And then I need Russia to fall behind me like he did too. I got to figure out how to do that after. I mean, we tensions are high with Mother Russia I, right now. I mean, I'm they might saying. be able to organize something. This would be like the perfect. Like, could you imagine I knock somebody out and then I have that really terrible speech like Rocky does, but then like somehow Russia loves us again? Like I could, I could fix the world if I just get a knockout. That's all. Dude, we we could use some saving right now. We could use some saving right now. I love it. Trying. I'm trying. <laughs> Every one, every punch counts. I love it. Tonight we're <laughs> going to be going over uh, some starter sit questions. We're going to be doing some, you know, fantasy trade deadline talk for a lot of us. Our our 
uh, trade deadlines are this week. I know for most of my leagues, that's the case. And then to close it off, we're going to finish with uh, just some over under picks on fantasy uh, projections this week. <clears throat> All right. Getting into the starter sit conversations, we got some close calls to start off with here. Of course, if you are in the chat, be sure to uh, throw any questions to us and we'll, we'll get right to you. All right. First up, we've got uh, this one is a same gamer. So a du double header going Geno Smith at Tampa Bay, Tom Brady versus Seattle, again, happening in Germany. So in Germany, I believe sat Saturday, 930 in the morning, uh, which quarterback are you going with uh, in this same matchup here? Oh man, like I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I looked at this sheet and I was like, okay. Usually the first one's kind of like a softball. It's always a simple question. This was so hard. I went back and forth like four times on this question, but I think I'm a, I'm going to stick with the vet over the hot reboot of Geno Smith. I think I'm gonna go with Tom Brady. And the oh, only reason man. is because, yeah. And the only reason is because of the defense. The Seattle Seahawks okay. defense struggles with tight ends and receivers out of the backfield. Now I'm gonna read you a stat here. The Seahawks have allowed the most receiving yards to running backs, the mm -hmm. second most receiving yards, I apologize, the second most receiving yards to running backs, and the most yards to tight ends. So you can eat them up through those two positions. And what does Tom Brady like to do in his old age? Throw it to the tight end and the running back. And then if for some reason he has to go to the outside, he still has Mike Evans and he still has Chris Godwin, who's just getting targeted like no other. Ever since Brady wore that Godwin t-shirt, he mm -hmm. has been smothering him with targets. and. I just, I, I, I learned not to bet against Tom Brady. I've done it enough in my life. I, oh, it's over. Oh, it's over. Oh, right. it's over. I could just see him going to Germany. You know, he's, he's single now. Like, you know, he's probably out here. Like I'm about to reboot, rejuvenate my life. Like I'm going for it. Like I, I'm going to call three touchdowns this week from Tom Brady three. Damn. And then everyone's going to yell at me in my mentions when he only gets two. Damn. I can't wait. Tom Brady hitting up the red light district pregame. I like it. I like I like the call. I'm still going Gino here. I've got him a little bit ahead of Tom this week. I've got Gino at quarterback six, and I've got Tom at quarterback 12. It's all really just down to the, to the total production this season. When I look at Gino Smith, every game minus about two games, he has thrown more than uh, uh, one passing touchdown. There's only two games this season where he hasn't hit it. Tom, there's only one game this season where he's thrown a multi-touchdown game. And you had mentioned the running backs and the tight end. I could see, you know, Kate Otten coming down with the touchdown. I like Kate Otten a lot this week, but I also feel like this could be a game where you see, you know, maybe a little bit of a resurgence in Leonard Fournette, maybe more of an um, coming out for Rashad White. I do like that all the receivers are healthy, though. I do like that all the receivers are healthy. I think this is a situation that a lot of folks could be dealing with just given you know, Tom and Gino kind of being, well, Gino was going for free in our drafts, really. He was going like yeah. the last last few rounds, if not off the waiver wire. And Tom, you know, a little bit lower in the rankings this year. He was, you know, a, a def definitely a friendlier draft target. I think it's likely that people could have both of them in a super flex or in, in a single QB league. I'm leaning Gino, just the body of work this season. He's also been one of the more accurate passers this season. What I really like about Tom, the volume. Seven yeah. straight games of 40 pa uh, passing attempts. Lot, he just he time. he loves to throw the ball now, and he loves to dink and dunk to the running backs, and that's what the right. Seahawks struggle against right now. So um, I, it's a it's a lot tougher, and I never really thought in 2022 I'd be here battling Tom Brady and Geno right. Smith. Like yeah. I forgot that Geno Smith was really even in the league like a year and a half ago. So like this resurgence is incredible. I give that him, happened to Marcus Mariota, and just look out for these guys, you know? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I give him kudos. Except those two weeks you talked about that Geno Smith did nothing. I played mm -hmm. him in DFS, so Damn. I'm not playing him this week. So he might still also have a good game. 
It's that recency bias. I hate it. It always <laughs> it always kills us. It's our Achilles heel in fantasy. Fantasy pros has fantasy pros has Geno at quarterback six and Brady at quarterback eight. So they have it very close as well. You know, I usually consider them like the public opinion uh, for like fantasy rankings. So that's where they have it. I have Geno at six, Brady at twelve. I think that you know on the road in Germany we could s- still see maybe not the friendliest game flow, and so for that I'm going to lean towards the safer floor. I feel like in Geno. He's had you know just many more multi-touchdown games over Tom this season and has a little extra edge on the safe rushing floor. That's that's where I leave it. I like it. I like it. Like I said, all these were really hard, and I was not a fan of the sheet when I looked at that. I was like, damn, these are all like impossible. Like... <laughs> uh, good luck with this next one because I know you're going to have a little bit of bias, and I, I definitely loaded the sheet with some eagles here. At the running back position, you're welcome. <laughs> at the running back position, we've got Miles Sanders hosting the Commandos and Jamal Williams <laughs> traveling to Dub Bears uh, going to Chicago. Both have pretty friendly matchups here. Who do you like? So – I know everyone thinks I'm going to come right on here and be like, oh, Miles Sanders, fly, Eagles, fly, like I bleed green. And most (laughs) of that is true, except Jamal Williams, he's playing the Bears. And the Bears are so bad against the run. Fifth most rushing yards allowed in the league. Third highest fantasy points per game to running backs in the league. When the matchup is this juicy and the Lions stink and the Bears stink and I could see points being thrown up there, I've got to lean with Jamal. And even if Swiss healthy, healthy. Even mm-hmm. if Swift is there, Jamal still gets those carries in the red zone. He still gets yep. them inside the 10. And I just see without TJ Hawkinson being there and, and Josh Reynolds being out, they're going to have to lean even more into those running backs. And I just mm-hmm. – I see more for Jamal Williams. And this is a little bit of recency bias, but Miles Sanders hasn't had over nine receiving yards in like nine straight games i think it is i don't think he's had a catch in two weeks right yeah he he he's a one-dimensional back for us Mm -hmm. and i love him and i love my eagles to death but i i just want the guy who's got the ability to give me both and i just don't know if miles could do that for me right both of these guys are really good options this week Miles Sanders is out of eight games, seven and one to go over 50, at least 50 rushing yards. He's had plenty of games with more than that, but that offers a very safe floor. I like the offense more. You know, I, I trust your Eagles offense a lot more than <laughs> I trust the Detroit Lions offense. I trust Jalen Hurts more than I trust Jared Goff. And because it's that close and maybe I don't know. Maybe, maybe I just feel like the Swift um, complaining actually might work out for him. I, I feel like they're that kind of team. I feel like, you know, if you're working hard and you go to that coach and he's, you know, he's just gonna be like, you know what? You're right. Damn it. I'm going <laughs> to give you some more touches this week. We're, well, let's go out there and beat the Bears, right? Um, the Bears are the team he also was injured against last season. There might be a little bit of a revenge game spot there. He might want to come in and throw in, uh, in on Chicago. I'm leaning Miles Sanders by... A hair. I have them at 14 and 15 in PPR yeah. this week. So it's razor close. I mean, you still have to consider that Jalen Hurts could steal a touchdown. We've seen Kenny Gainwell do the same. And man, all the volume could just lean towards AJ Brown and Dallas Goddard. Although I'm, we'll get to Dallas Goddard at the end of the show. He's yeah. he's, he's our yeah. last player to, to discuss. But um, and he might. You got to know. You, you got to know what Miles Sanders is. Somebody who watches every single game. If the if he doesn't have your fantasy points by the end of the second quarter, he ain't getting it. We don't play the second Damn. half. We're up by like twenty points at that point. We don't care yeah. anymore. So if so, if you don't have it at halftime, sorry, you made the wrong decision. You know, you can turn off the television now. Yeah, basically, or whatever. Switch to a different game. All <laughs> right. So we 
you're going Williams. I'm going Sanders here. Like I said, it's razor close. Uh, Fantasy Pros has them at, oh, I'm sorry. Fantasy Pros had them at 14-15. I have them at 15-18, excuse me. So I have Williams at 18 and, and Sanders at 15. So still very close. Just uh, imagining that Swift is going to have more of an impact. But Williams has just as many games with no touchdowns as he does with two touchdowns. You know, <laughs> that's boomer bust. Yeah, exactly. Like the complete <laughs> epitome of it. And I guess that's just what I like is just the, like the just the safe floor in Miles Sanders. So that's that's where I'm going. I like that. I like that we have different picks here because typically no, I get somebody on and we're just like we're just nailing the same person. So I, I, I love that we're going back and forth on these. Uh, let's hit a quick word from the sponsors and we'll be back with uh, more starter sick questions after this. Uh, ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Win Rewards on WinBet. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During the WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger uh, opportunity for a payout. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today and receive a special offer. Bet 100, win 100. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms, and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 and older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. And it's not too early to get ahead on your holiday shopping. Uh, the merch store is now open. SGPN gear is the f- perfect stocking stuffer uh, for the D-Gen in your life. I really like the uh, the pullover that they have, just SGPN on the shoulder. I won that from an over-under contest uh, in last year's NBA Finals. Super comfortable. Uh, plus, uh, from now until Thanksgiving, you get 10% off when you use promo code DALLASSUCKS. That's, that's store.gamblingpodcast.com, promo code DALLASSUCKS. I know Joe would like that one. Yeah, that's it. See, now you know I'm just going to go to the store and buy everything because I just want to type that in. So there you go. And you get 10% off. We got the good stuff. We got some, we got, we got some really good, uh, we got some good gear. Uh, another one that I'm, that I've got on my shopping list is uh, tell me about your third leg and then you can get it in shorts. You can get it in shirts, whatever. I'm going to get the, the beach shorts. Ask me about no, my third I, leg. I gotta, I gotta look this up. I, I, I gotta, I gotta get those shorts. I like those shorts. I'm going to have oh, to dude. add it in Dallas sucks. You know, I'm good. And then somewhere it says like dot, 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 like about my parlay, but you know. <laughs> yeah, who cares about that part? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, next up, we're moving over to the wide receiver position. We're looking at uh, another same game pick here. So we got Juju Smith-Schuster hosting Jacksonville or Christian Kirk, same game against uh, Kansas City. Where are you going? So this is actually funny because for my Fantasy Pro stack article, I'm attacking this game because the highest over-under on the slate, yep. and I have them both in the stack with the bring-back option for it. Mm-hmm. So – this was really hard for me to figure out where I wanted to go, and I didn't really have an answer until the end of today when Nicole Hardman was out. Yeah, I love to lean more for Juju in this factor because, one, mm. I get Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes over Trevor Lawrence, I don't really have to explain that one. We can move right past that. The thing with Juju is he's only had one game under five targets this year, and if we extrapolate mm. that even further, he's only had two games under eight targets this year. 
I want to be a part of that Chiefs offense. I want to have somebody that I know is going to get targets from Patrick. He's getting mm -hmm. the targets, and now you're not going to get the Meikle Hardman plays, the little jet sweep shovel pass stuff. That falls out of their playbook. Maybe they do it with, Ked with Kadarius Tony, or mm -hmm. maybe even Sky Moore, but that I'm not going to bank on that. I'm going to right. bank on the fact that it goes Kelsey and then Juju in this offense. Patrick Mahomes likes to find him if Kelsey's not open, and I'm going to lean on that all day because – Patrick Mahomes over Trevor Lawrence. Uh, that's my answer every time. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're totally in agreement on this one. <clears throat> last the last three weeks, Juju has uh, twenty two catches, two hundred and twenty five receiving yards, and two touchdowns. That's through his three last games. He's really caught fire. Like the targets were there all season long, but recently we've just seen that chemistry really build up between him and Mahomes. And like you had said, Hardman being out adds even more, you know, um, you know, gas to the flame, right? Now, Christian Kirk still has a very good matchup. So if you are doing DFS, I do like starting both of these guys against each other. Kansas City allowing the fifth most receiving touchdowns to the wide receiver position. Uh, and Jacksonville third most. So very, very good matchup here. Um, don't love Trevor Lawrence this week. I, I agree with you, but the game flow should be there for both sides. So in a DFS format, I would actually like pairing these guys up if you want to do you know, the Mahomes stack with Juju and then maybe throw Kirk in there as well. I, I I'd like to see what that, uh, that turns out to. Yeah, it's almost like you read my article already because like that was that was literally my paragraph and a half, you know, like so you nailed it. I agree in DFS. That's a perfect bring back to me. I want to attack the game with the highest over under, especially with Josh Allen and the Vikings game being up in the air. Love it. All right, moving to the tight end position, we've got uh, rookie Greg Dolchich at the Tennessee Titans versus Gerald Everett at San Francisco. This one's tough for me in the sense that like Dolchich has is, is been a nice little streaming option recently, but he's only going to be playing in his fourth game in the NFL. And then Everett has been solid for most of the season, but I, I don't love the matchup here. Wh which side do you like? So it's funny because I run my girlfriend's team in her league. I help her run it. And these are the these are the two tight ends we have. And she's sitting at seven and two and she refuses Damn. to lose again. I'm in trouble if we do. So I'm really curious what you think after I get through it. But I'm like, I'm really going through this matchup. And it's like Greg okay. has the better matchup, but Gerald mm -hmm. has less options around them, so he could get hyper targeted. And then right. so I start going through like the DraftKings sports books and like the Chargers, they have the higher over under. So I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, that's going to be the game. But then I look, and I look at the touchdown, the anytime touchdown. Gerald's <laughs> at plus 245. Greg mm -hmm. D's at plus 235. Not much help there. Then I look at the yards. Gerald, 41 and a half over under. Greg, 43 and a half over under. No help there. Receptions, both four and a half. This matchup is almost a dumpster fire of me trying to decide of who I want. So I'm going, I'm going to lean on greg d and the only mm -hmm. reason being is because the titans are a top 10 worst defense against tight ends in mm -hmm. targets receptions and yards yep. i'm not extremely confident about this and to be honest in the tight end position after kelsey after mark andrews you're just kind of throwing it up in the air and hoping somebody falls let's, over let's go them. easy on the mark andrews i've been struggling yeah. okay i'm <laughs> on the mark yeah, andrews struggle bus i mean yeah. it's, it's open <laughs> season for everybody i mean <laughs> Kelsey is definitely the exception to the rule, but like if we if we go back to what was it the four touchdown week right he had yeah. like uh, and there was no catches outside of the red zone like that was <laughs> crazy like yeah. like no matter what you still like you can stop me up until the red zone but this is this is where I work people like, it's it's a terrible position I hate trying to pick it this one has to be the closest I have ever seen and it's what I'm dealing with personally mm -hmm. and right now I have Greg the personally in my girlfriend's lineup and if it okay. loses i'm blaming everybody but me 
All right, fair enough. That's that's a, it's not really a bad plan. I I, I can't critique that. Uh, I have Everett at six, and I have Dolchich at eight. So again, a very close one here. I am going to target the consistency of Everett in this one. You had mentioned those props. So five out of eight games so far, he's gone over at least five catches or over fifty receiving yards. Wouldn't hate putting that in a parlay. You know, if, if you want to, yeah. if you really want to dive into this one, the reason why I like this game and why I think he can actually have a better day despite the bad matchup is actually the running back on the other team. Christian McCaffrey, since he's like, like, look what the offensive explosion that he's provided to this yeah. team. I feel like the game flow is actually going to be a little bit of a faster pace than the Tennessee and Denver game. One, because Russ and that offense are just going to stall at certain points. And two, Derek, uh, Derek Henry is the identity of that team. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is. I don't think anyone else on the team has scored a touchdown since week eight or week seven. Wow. Really? Yeah. That's Derek insane. Henry. That's what I'm saying. Like they're they're just gonna bury the ball in the ground, eat up a lot of clock. And I feel like knowing what I know about the Broncos offense, I just don't trust them as much. And they're also going on the road. It's just Yeah. I, you got I, me wanting to switch the pick now. You're welcome. Like she's looking at you're me welcome. wondering. Yeah. <laughs> she's over in the other room staring me down. So I, I think I'm gonna have to change the pick. I'm gonna go with Everett, but if we get it wrong, it's it's Justin's fault. You can blame me. You can blame me. <laughs> We got some questions in the chat. We got Super C and B challengers. Yo, Fields are two of this week. I also have Waddle. I really want to say Fields. I'm going to it. Uh, I wrote this in the article as well. As much as Fields has been awesome, he's been great. His rushing prop is up to 58 yards now. David Montgomery's rushing, rushing props going up a little higher. Darnell Mooney's receiving is going down. DraftKings knows something. They know better than us. Vegas knows better than us. And Tua and Waddle have that ability to just blow up a game and win it for mm -hmm. you by halftime. So I'm going to go with Tua. It's safer to me. I don't have to worry about the running backs taking over the game, even though Cleveland Browns are a run funnel defense. But that's that's a tough one. It's, it must be nice to have both those quarterbacks because I have Josh Allen and I just got to hope he plays. I set Josh, Josh Allen this week for Marcus Mariota. Ooh. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. That could have yeah. been a lot worse because, believe me, yeah. that, that halftime rule was not so was not so good for me. <laughs> like that halftime at th on Thursday night football, I was like, God, pour me another drink. Yeah, we had, we had a we had a SGPN happy hour last night, and the the uh, the team shout shout out the SGPN crew. We absolutely raked the house. So we had uh, team poker, right? So it's all, all right. the crew versus the uh the owners the our bosses and we just cleaned them out like there you it, go. It, was, it was beautiful i think they won Love like it. three hands out of like i don't know 16 17 that's, something like that per, i would be walking around like conor mcgregor today dude like, we, we all were it was great it was great it was fantastic <laughs> so i have two at three and i fields at four that's i mean Damn. if you look if you look at fields matchup and i had fields um I actually traded four fields prior to the Cowboys game. I'm a Bears fan, so I've I've, I've been in on them before the sunlight hit, right? Um, <laughs> I traded what was it, Matthew Stafford, Zay Jones, and Hayden Hurst for him. This is steal for Justin yep. Fields in a dynasty format. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. No picks involved. Nothing. That was that was fantastic. And now S Stafford may not even play. Christ. Um, but anyways, I, I digress. I've been in I've been on fields for a while now. Obviously, I'm a Bears fan. If you guys follow the show. That matchup up against Detroit, they bleed yards on the ground. If it's not there, he's running. Plus, they have QB design plays. Fields will have more rushing yards than Tua this week, but Tua's throwing and his passing efficiency is going to be better just because it is a good matchup in the air, surprisingly, up against the Browns this season. And you have that Waddle stack. That's that's really the only thing that it does for me. Like I trust Waddle so much, 
I'm going to trust his quarterback just the same. Yeah. And I have them right at that same threshold. So I'll agree with you, but I still feel like Fields is going to have a big day. It's it's definitely tough. And the thing that I wrote into the article, and I won't go into the whole thing, but the Browns mm-hmm. play zone coverage a lot. And these mm-hmm. are two wide receivers that zone coverage is just like, it's going to kill them. Like they're yeah. going to kill zone coverage. So I'm just well, all about that. Any team that can run 40 yard curl routes, you know, to its yeah. finest, they're going to kill <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Anyone that tries that. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, we got the chat stacking up here. Let's catch up. We've got Keg Carr. My guys, uh, starters, Mahomes, Saquon, Etienne, uh, I guess that's Jeff Wilson. Oh, Justin Jefferson. Okay, Justin Jefferson. Duh, JJ. Uh, Pittman, (laughs) Walker. Okay, Lockett. Jeez, I got enough talent here. Do I trade Mahomes, Etienne for Herbert? No, no. Do not do that. Do not do that. No, no. Do not do that. Don't do that. Yeah, no, don't oh, wait, do wait, wait, wait. Four CMC, no, Waddle, CMC, oh, wait, Waddle, yeah. and Cooper in here. I thought it was just for Herbert. I still don't like it. I love the volume, the volume that Etienne and <clears throat> then Ken and um, um, Walker are getting right now. Yeah, I'm going to assume this is like a redraft <clears throat> thing, and I'm going to stick with the two running backs who are the mm-hmm. only running backs in both of their places. And then I get Patrick Mahomes. And I love right. Justin Herbert. He's a talented guy, but he's missing both of his receivers. He's got mm-hmm. a rib injury, he can't throw it down the field. So I'm going to stick with the Mahomes side. I just paid like uh, half a billion dollars worth of fantasy assets for Mahomes and Dynasty as well. It was like every <laughs> pick that imagine. I had left. Oh yeah, it was it was just ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> it was like every pick I had left. My other quarterback was Josh Allen, who I who I just oh. referenced that I had to sit this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, now hell? you got a dynamic. You got a dynamic. Oh yeah. Duo I got that there. when they're healthy. Like as long, yeah. Josh, please don't do it to me, man. Don't do it to me. I thought he was invincible. <laughs> All right, very tempted to do that trade. Watson comes back, maybe upgrading. Eh, yeah, for sure, it would upgrade Amari, but I, I still don't trust it. I mean, you're getting the quarterback one uh, out of Patrick yeah. Mahomes. Um, it's either him or Allen going forward. So I, I think that's a really there's good a, situation. There's a hold. lot of there's like a lot of maybes in that sentence right there. Like maybe he gets this guy under good, and maybe these two come back healthy. I don't want to play the maybe game. Just give me what I know works. Exactly. All right, we got Neezy saying six and three PPR. Would you trade Cooper for Jonathan Taylor? My running backs are Eckler, Etienne, Mostert, Hunt. Wide receivers are Hill, Adams, and Cooper. I don't think you need to do that. I mean, you're not. Nah. You're winning already. You got depth at both sides. It looks like so. And, I, and you're I'm betting on Jonathan Taylor to like make a complete turnaround on a bad yeah. team. And and not so much. Yeah, I was gonna say not so much on Taylor on that offensive line on that rookie quarterback on a coach who's never coached on an offensive coordinator who's never offensive coordinated. Like I forgot about trying Jeff. To I've tank. already forgot about like, Jeff. It's it's Friday. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot going on. They're trying to tank. I want nothing to do with that. Like it's a nice little matchup he has here against the Raiders, but I'm good. Move me on from that. It- Exactly. We got challengers back in here saying pick two, Mike Evans, Alave, Devontae Smith, Judy, and Pittman. <clears throat> Taking Pittman out right away. Uh, yep. Judy's on a nice on, on a nice run, but I think I still have to lean towards the heavy volume of Mike Evans and Chris Alave. We we agree. I love Devonta Smith, but he's just you know boom bust for me this year. Judy, mm-hmm. I don't trust that offense. Pittman, we just went over that. So yeah, Mike Evans, Chris Alave, give me that every time. I do like Devonta Smith as kind of like a, a trade target right now at the deadline. Someone you yes. wouldn't have to like, you know, overpay for. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, also, different league, Danny Dimes or Jimmy G. It's Jimmy Garoppolo, baby. Not even hesitating. Yeah. Not even hesitating. I love I love me some Danny Dimes runs, but Jimmy G's got the, the deck stacked in his favor right now with all of his weapons. Not even close. I got to be. Yeah. Out of, out of these three, I go Jimmy G. Then I'm going Trevor Lawrence. Then I'm going Danny Dimes. I know he's playing Houston, but they're going to run the ball with Barkley against that terrible run defense. I don't really see much for Danny Dimes this week. 
I didn't even see T Law in there, but yeah, still Jimmy G all day. <laughs> appreciate y'all. Appreciate you, sir. Otten or Higby going Otten, uh, going chasing yeah. that volume uh, with uh, with Tom Brady. We mentioned it earlier. Seven straight games now, over forty passing attempts, and three of those are north of fifty. Like, yeah, going, why 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 won't he throw more touchdowns? So, I, I don't know. I, I don't I, get it. It's it's killing me in a lot of dynasty leagues right now. And like for Kate Otten, we just talked about the Seahawks. They suck against the tight end. I think you got a nice little safe floor there. I think you're good. I don't trust Higby. I don't trust John, what's that, John Wolford if he has to play, if it's not Matthew oh, Stafford. Like, yeah, I, mean, I, I want nothing to do with that. I actually own one asset. I own one share of Wolford. Do you really? <laughs> he's, yeah, I do. He's, he, he was, he's on a, in a league where I had, um, like, no quarterbacks whatsoever. Like, I was going into this season with um, – well, I, I guess I, I did have two starters. I had Aaron Rodgers and Kyler Murray. And it's an auction dynasty league. So that's all I had. And I had Ben Roethlisberger from last season who retired. Oh, man. I mean, well, now you got three quarterbacks. Now you're good. <laughs> well, I, I also did get, get uh, uh, Geno Smith uh, at one point. Oh, okay. well, so that, that, that wasn't bad. <laughs> all right. Singletary or Hines? Uh, Singletary. We just yeah. – not, not even enough information yet to make that decision. And I really just don't like it if we, if we aren't getting Josh Allen this week. And yeah, I guess if I can avoid be, that game. I would, but yeah, you know, Singletary for the for the Bills. I want I want to uh, stay away from it. I would still like a lot of the uh, the Viking. Oh players. yeah, can, can we get an update on? I'm trying to get an update on old Josh. Uh, he was uh, like out on the field. He saw the cameras and he ran back in. That's pretty much the last thing I saw. Guy. But like from smart every <laughs> every doctor that I know, everybody that like because like long story short, you know, kinesiology major runs fitness centers and talk to friends. They're like, yeah, that's not a one week. Like I don't know anybody who can recover in one week on that. So it's he's most likely not playing. Yep. Shout out to uh, Sebastian Fearon. He's our injury <laughs> specialist. And last night in our in our mixer. In the, in the happy hour, someone asked him, like, hey, man, oh, you do injuries? What's up with Josh Allen? <laughs> it's the only question he took the entire time. And then he's like, don't play him. Don't start him. I'm like, change, thank you, sir. Change, change. Thank you, doctor. <laughs> <laughs> we had a doctor in the house, and he helped. It was awesome. It's perfect. All right. We got a couple of flex questions, and then we're going to get into some trade deadline targets. So first up here, we've got <clears throat> a couple of running backs and a wide receiver. We did just talk about Michael Pittman. So it's David Montgomery versus Detroit, Michael Pittman at Las Vegas, or Tony Pollard at Green Bay. Which way are you for going? Me, for me, I'm going David Montgomery out of mm -hmm. those three. If I'm picking okay. one, I'm going David Montgomery. And I have a rule of thumb that I write in every single one of my stacking articles. We're in week 10. Mm -hmm. And I write it in every single one. Target the Detroit Lions defense. There you go. It's really, really bad. They're just not good when it comes to running. They give up the second most rushing touchdowns on the ground. David Montgomery, yes, he's in a committee of whatever you want to say, but he still gets his 14-something carries. And against right. this team, he's going to be fine. This is a safe floor play for me. If you want to go and shoot for the moon, then maybe Tony Pollard. But I know what I'm getting out of David Montgomery. No, absolutely. I, I love it. That's my pick as well. Pollard has a good matchup. It's so weird because the Packers have allowed the third most rushing touchdowns to running backs. They just haven't allowed a lot of touchdowns to running backs. That's the thing. Like you, you back them up to their red zone and somebody else beats them or they, you know, hold you to a field goal. So that's really interesting for me. And, and because of that, I just have to pull Pollard. I do like that upside. If Zeke uh, is going to be out oh, yeah. or going to be limited, like that really changes the narrative for me here. I just don't like him to find the end zone. That that's, that's what concerns me. And the bears offense has been revived. Like they were going <laughs> 
blow for blow with the Dolphins. And the Dolphins have been one of the better teams in the league. They were getting kind of housed by the Cowboys, and they they fought back into con, uh, contention there in that game. Um, don't have a defense. So I absolutely love the game flow in that one, and I feel like the Bears will get in the red zone a few extra times. It's just going to be about, you know, a Fields or Herbert's going to steal a touchdown. That's it. Yeah. No, but, I agree. Like you said, there's no defense there, so that game flow fits me a little bit better. Yep. I, I just – I I think everything leans towards Montgomery in that. Sounds good. We agree there. We'll take uh, – we're going to do one more of our flex questions, and then we'll get back to the chat one more time. Uh, next up, this is a tougher one. We're going deeper into the stacks here. We got Deontay Johnson versus the Saints, Curtis Samuel at Philadelphia at your Eagles, or Devin Singletary versus Minnesota, who we just brought up. Honestly, I don't want any of them, and I did not is, enjoy is this an answer? Yeah, like I did not enjoy this question whatsoever. Um, I guess I'm going <laughs> to lean on DJ, and mm-hmm. that's only because, and I am blanking on his name, so help me if it's in yours, the Saints cornerback, Lattimore. Lattimore well, yeah, is still out. So I'll lean on DJ for that. I mm. do think that there's going to be some points. I actually have the Steelers upsetting the Saints. Because for some reason they're like uh, one and a one and a half point like underdogs to this game, so I'm mm-hmm. betting on the the Steelers at home. I'll take DJ here, but I got to be honest, I don't want any of these. I'm just choosing because I have to. Well, the reason why you don't want them is because all of them are probably not going to have very good quarterbacks this week. Yep. Taylor Taylor Heineke, Kenny Pickett, and probably Case Keenum for Devin Singleton. Yep. Any, or if it somehow miraculously is the second coming of Christ and Josh Allen, then he's probably not going to be that good. It's probably nah. not going to be that. Probably not going to be that great. So definitely a pass on Singletary for me. It's between DJ and Curtis Samuel. I'm honestly going to go with Samuel because I lean a little bit more towards Taylor Heineke over Kenny Pickett. I just really don't trust the Steelers' offense this year. Uh, last year, I always felt like they were like trying to find themselves in the middle of a game. It doesn't even happen. And in, in this year, it's just like, nope, we're just done. First quarter's yep. over. We're out of here. I uh, feel bad for Mike Tomlin. I, I really do. I'm a big Mike Tomlin fan. Uh, going to be taking his first uh, first one on the chin here with a losing record uh, this uh, this season. So I'm going Samuel. Taylor Heineke, man, he's not afraid to ball out. And I don't need him to you know play it safe for me to win at fantasy football. He wants to chuck it. He wants to take you know big shots downfield and let his guys make plays. I'm here for it. You go get him, brother. Uh, give me some Curtis <laughs> Samuel. Uh, just a very consistent floor all year. You know, when you uh, when you look at his game logs, he has three receiving touchdowns, albeit two of them came in the first couple of games. Uh, but, you know, going through his last uh, few games here, you know, three for 65, three for 50, five for 53. He did have a dud, a dud up against the Bears. on That was on Thursday night. That was a Yeah, that was rough. That was a very bad game. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then the week before that against the Titans, uh, six for eight, uh, 62 receiving yards. So has a very safe floor and he is coming off of a game where he caught a touchdown. And I like the yards per catch as well. Um, well into the double digits, you know, over 15, a couple of weeks ago, over 20 last week. So just the big playability. That's really all I'm buying into because all of these guys, eh, eh. yeah, that's how I feel, man. Exactly. DJ, he'll get volume, especially with uh, Claypool gone. I know that everyone expects, you know, Pickens to get his healthy work share and, and all that. But DJ, I, th- I think he's like fifth or sixth in the league in total uh, targets to the wide receiver position. So that's there. It's just not he's not doing much with them. He's, he's not getting any deep balls. He's not getting any big plays. Gets the volume, just not with any booming potential, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like I said, it's not one I really want to pick from. I'm just picking one right. because it's part of the game. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So next up, we got challengers back in the chat here. Six weeks ago, trade for Kenneth Walker. Give up Alec Pierce. Nice. That's wow. Sick. Sick. Trade that one to your <laughs> uncle or your office pal. Uh, two <laughs> weeks ago, sold a high on Pittman and Mostert for Devante. Love 
XOXO. Love that. Uh, paired those two on my team with Mixon and dropped like 200. That's very good. Oh, uh, that wasn't a question, but good job. Yeah, yeah. Salute to you, man, because that's fantastic trading on your part. Let's see. Uh, let's see. One more question. Kenyon Drake or Gus Edwards? Probably the Drake. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with Drake. He looked pretty good last game. I'm going to stick with that. Gus Edwards was coming off know. an injury, and then he hurt yeah. his leg again. Like, I just, well, it's, it's not a good train. They're, and they're, they're on, on bye, bye so. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't even know where we're going with this. So, yeah, <laughs> after the bye, whoever's healthier. I don't know. I, I will guarantee to the, that Sunday both of them get zero points. <laughs> if, if he's wrong, you come complain to me. Yeah. All right. Should I trade Zeke uh, and Curtis Samuel for Aaron Jones? I don't hate that at all. No, I trade Zeke any chance I get, to be honest. Yeah. And I like Aaron Jones. I know he's dealing with like a little bit of injury right now, and the Packers kind of suck. But mm -hmm. who else is there? Uh, apparently, Alan Lazard, because this person yeah. wants to know. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. I mean, I got to go AJ still. One. I got to go AJ. Yeah, I don't want to deal with the Cowboys cornerbacks. Well, it's just, the, it's just the volume. Uh, you know, I, yeah. like Lazard, I feel like, has a safe floor. Like, that touchdown percentage is ridiculous. Don't know what it is off the top of my head. It's stupid good, though. It's not cool. <laughs> like, I don't understand, like, why this guy is just, like, the touchdown god. I guess it's because Devontae Adams isn't there. It makes sense. You know. Somebody has to be. Yeah, exactly, right? Um, so I like that Lazard has a safe floor. I just think that Aaron Jones, if you're looking for, like, that big, booming production, he's going to be the guy to do it. You know, if, if, if between one of these guys, who's more likely to score two touchdowns? Got to be AJ. Got to be Aaron Jones. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. If you're gonna if you're looking for that guy to push it a little bit, it's gonna be AJ. I don't see it being yep. Lazard. All right, cool. We're gonna move into our next segment. We're talking um a buy, sell, or trade at your fantasy uh football trade deadline, right? So we're going through each position. We're gonna name off a couple of names here. Buy, sell, or hold at the quarterback position, Joe. First up, we've got Tom Brady, Jimmy Garoppolo, or Kirk Cousins. Buy, sell, or hold. All right, all right. So I'm going to sell Tom Brady, and we'll go through this for a minute because mm -hmm. I just don't like his path to the fantasy playoffs. He's got yeah. a, like a bit of a gauntlet going on. I know Cleveland hasn't been amazing, but he has Cleveland. He has mm -hmm. New Orleans. He has San Fran, and he has the Bengals. And then he has the bye before all of that. So you're losing a week if you trade for him right now. And then you have those four defenses. Then it becomes pretty. I think I could trade him on name value and get a week back since I'm going to be trading off the buy. So mm -hmm. I'll be shipping out Tom Brady. Um, I want to buy Kirk Cousins for the simple fact that he has Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, TJ Hawkinson, Dalvin Cook. Like He's got monsters at all the positions. I'm mm -hmm. fine with that. Give me the guy who has the most talent, and I guess I'll just hold Jimmy Garoppolo because, well, he's a handsome man, and I, I feel like I should keep him. Yeah, we we uh, we get along with Jimmy over here. I'm uh, yeah. <laughs> I graduated in the uh, the same class as Jimmy actually. Oh, did you? Albeit his was at you know early in the morning, mine was in the afternoon. We, <laughs> we kicked it. We kicked out of Eastern Illinois at the same time. It's good stuff. And I got to see him, um, you know, just like <clears throat> as about as close as you can get, just just knocking <laughs> yards all over the field. Oh, three fifty this game, four twenty five this game. Oh God, it's beautiful. Um, I'm going to actually buy Jimmy Garoppolo because I've bought Jimmy Garoppolo at the deadline. I traded okay. Jared Goff and a second round pick because I love his schedule and I want to win now. Uh, these matchups, the Chargers, Arizona, New Orleans, not so great in week 12. But beyond that, I love every single matchup. Uh, Miami in, in week 13, closing out the fantasy regular season against Tampa Bay at home. 
Uh, week 15 on the road, but it's against Seattle. Very positive matchup. Week 16, the Commandos at home. Week 17, the Raiders. And again, week 18 at home with Arizona. Those are all very positive matchups very in the quarterback games. position. And you had mentioned Kirk's weapons. I'm going to go in with Jimmy's. You got, uh, obviously, now CMC bringing back Elijah Mitchell, who averaged, you know, what, 100 yards, uh, all-purpose yards per game as a rookie. Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, and Debo Samuel. Like, his card is stacked. Kirk's is as well. I would say he would be uh, the buy candidate for me, or no, I'm sorry, the hold candidate, flipping those. And Tom, I agree with you, would be the sell candidate. There's still some upside with Tom. We mentioned all of the volume already and that name brand. And if there are some teams that just have a struggling quarterback position, maybe maybe they have Matt Stafford, maybe they have Kyler Murray this week, and you're at the deadline, and that doubt is kind of creeping into those owners' minds, those would be types of teams I would target to sell off Tom Brady. You know, those guys that are coming in with potential injuries this week for sure. Um, Kirk, I really like too. I like I said, I would just hold him because he's going to have a safe floor week in and yeah. week out. You know, your argument. Exactly, exactly. He doesn't always boom though. That's the only thing. Like he doesn't have like those gigantic games. I'm not saying Garoppolo will either, but I feel like they're going to have a very similar floor with the you know the upgrade that you know the 49ers made at acquiring CMC. Yeah, and I don't I don't mind that because yours is cheaper to acquire probably just again nope. off name brand because Jimmy wasn't the starter in the beginning of the year and all that fun stuff. So mm -hmm. I think yours is probably the cheaper one of the two to go get right now, but I don't quote me on that people. Like hey, the, people know their leagues better than we we know them, so it's yeah. all good. All right, running back position, buy, seller, hold, Aaron Jones, Deonta Foreman and Jeff Wilson Jr. This one was tough for me. This one was really tough for me. Um I'm going to buy – I'm going to buy Jeff Wilson. Mm -hmm. I'm going to hold Foreman, and I'm going to sell Aaron Jones. And the reason okay. why I'm going to buy Jeff Wilson is my love for Chase Edmonds because he's everything I wanted Chase Edmonds to do in this damn offense that he right. didn't do, and it's like my <laughs> biggest bust of the year. The whole analogy, everything I wanted for Chase, though, he was going to be mm -hmm. the pass catcher. He was going to be the dump-off guy to do it. He could run as well. Like, this team's going to be busy. Like, you know, defenses are going to be busy with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. It's all there. And then Raheem Mostert, one injury from a guy who's very injury-prone, and you have the stud running back of the Miami Dolphins offense. So I'm going to go out. I'm going to try to buy that right now. And then I'm looking to Foreman, and the only time Foreman gets game-scripted out is when Joe Mixon throws up five touchdowns. So they're going to be getting buried for mm -hmm. Deontay Foreman to not be a part of this game script. So I'm going to hold him. I know what I have there. They don't really like Chuba. Um, I cannot think of the other guy. I think it's like Blackshear. Doesn't really worry me in the running back room. Mm -hmm. And I love Raheem. Aaron Jones. <clears throat> Raheem, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then Aaron Jones, <laughs> still a great option. But again, name brand. I could probably get a little bit more for him than I can the other two right now. So that's right. why I'm selling him. Yeah, so I agree with you. I want to sell Aaron Jones, and that's just because the Packers' offense this year is down. Especially like in a yeah. redraft format, this is an easy sell candidate. You're going to get a good return too. You can probably get a, a wide receiver that you can start each week, and maybe a fringe start at running back. You know, I, I feel like you can get a solid return for for Aaron Jones. I again, I got to go off of you know what I what I did this week, and that was I bought Deonta Foreman. I traded a fourth round pick and Rashad Bateman. Thursday night brought home some solid production. Their, their team was, you know, uh, not tanking, but they're at the bottom of the standings. It's dynasty. I'm at the top. So I want to make a run and load up. Right. Uh, so yeah. he was someone that I went out and bought. I'm still trying to sell, uh, to sell Jeff Wilson, but I will hold him. I've been, I've been putting out feelers because a lot of people <laughs> like him. Um, but it, the price hasn't been right yet. You know, I haven't, haven't gotten the offer that I want. Everyone keeps offering me just like third, fourth round picks. Cause I 
traded all those away for everything for my homes. Um, <laughs> but I want, you know, I want a better price than that because, you know, I, I still feel like he's at least, at least worth a second in, in like dynasty formats. And I feel oh, yeah. like you should get a, a good starter for him because look at what he did against the bears his first week yeah. there. He's only exactly. going to learn. He's only going to learn more. And that was, that was not a game that was just like easy for Miami. You know what I mean? Like the bears yeah. hung with them the entire time, kept giving Jeff Wilson that use. Uh, last preview show last week, we're like, oh yeah, do we think Jeff Wilson could just get like you know like a random touchdown? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were we were like, oh, it could hey, maybe I don't know. What's <laughs> 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 the Bears defense like? You know, just go out there and we'll experiment. You know, maybe don't use them a ton. No, they used them a lot. Like he looked very yeah. very good with them. So, um, yeah, I, I wanted to put this on the screen because man, Fabian Moreau, do better, my man, do better. Like it's <laughs> it's Foster Moreau, and I don't like. I don't know what that last word is. Maria. I don't I don't know. Listen, I'll it, trade for Fabian Maria. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Fourth round pick. What do I care? Ship it. Uh, <laughs> I'm going K. Dot in here over Same. Foster Moreau. Over Foster Same. Moreau. Uh, nice I want little... nothing to do with that Raiders offense right now. Other than that. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. That's really tough. Man, they are just falling apart at the seams. My, goodness. my Scott Fishbowl team, I went Raider heavy. I went Waller. Oh. I went Adams. I went Carr. I was like, oh, they're going to put up points. Didn't happen. I'm like two and seven. I, I just set the lineup and forget it now. That's a, that's an August draft if I've ever heard it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. I had a, uh, no, my Scott Fishbowl went down. Like last yeah. year was so great. I was just like, man, I just keep winning. This is amazing. <laughs> I don't know. I keep scoring all these points. And then this year's like down. Yep. Really I feel bad. that. I feel that. <laughs> uh, Keenan Allen, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, Ooh. Yeah, just lots of injuries. Had Damian Pierce. That's been fun to root for. There and you go. All the kickers I have to pick up to stay relevant. Same. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's tough. It's tough. All right. Now to our uh, wide receiver position. We've got Chris Olave, Josh Palmer, Devonta Smith, hold, buy, or sell. I this, am, this is probably my toughest. I, so for me, I'm buying Olave. I'm holding Devonta Smith, and I'm selling Josh Palmer. And I like Josh Palmer. He's a good guy. Like, obviously, like the receivers are out. He's got a really good opportunity right now. But how mm. big is that window? When does Keenan right. come back? When does Mike come back? You know, there's still Gerald Everett. There's still Austin Eckler. And I like, so I think he's myself. I want to catch somebody on the hype right now. You know that Josh Palmer is one of those players that mm. people swing on that they either love or hate. Find mm. the guy that loves him, sell him off to me. Um, you know, sell him not to me, but sell him off right. in that case. And then Devonta Smith. It's not just the Eagles love. It's just it's a really talented team. We hit mm -hmm. two people. that If it's not Dallas Goddard at the tight end, it's A.J. Brown or it's Devonta Smith. That's it in the passing game. We don't use the Quez Watkins. We don't use anybody beneath that. We're not into mm -hmm. that. We don't, we don't play that game. So I'll hold him hoping for brighter days down the road because we have a very mm -hmm. easy schedule. But right. Chris Olave, I've had a man crush on him ever since I saw his route tree and the ability that he has at running that route tree. I don't mm -hmm. even care who the quarterback is. It doesn't bother me. I'll go to the Olave garden every day of the week. I love it. I like that. I like that. I would like to buy Olave. I would like him to be my buy candidate, but he's very expensive. That's, yes, that's, that's, expensive. that's, you got to pay up. You got to pay. Yeah, up. exactly. So if, if you have some depth, you know, if, if you were able to really nail a, a specific position, most likely a, maybe like a running back swap, like if that team, that owner has a lobby and you want to go out and get them, I wouldn't hate buying him. But for the sake of this conversation, I will say that I want to buy Devontae Smith because he won't cost a lot. I want to hold Chris Alave and I want to, um, uh, wait, was that buying? Yeah, I want to. I want to buy Devonte Smith. I want to sell Josh Palmer, <laughs> and I want to hold Chris Olave. There, there it was. 
There it was. There um, we go. <laughs> like I said, Alave, very good situation, very safe floor week in and week out. I'm not really so much worried about Keenan Allen as much as I am more worried about Mike Williams and Austin Eckler. It just seems Keenan is just destined to, to screw me this season. So I, I feel like he's <laughs> probably not going to come back, but we'll see. Um, so yeah, sell Josh Palmer, Palmer. I agree with you in that narrative. You know, get him while you, the the value is there, and it's probably going to tank. Devontae Smith is probably closer to a hold or a buy, and same thing for Chris Olave. They're kind of, kind of toss up between the two. All right, next set we have here at the tight end position, we've got Kate Otten, Evan Ingram, and Kyle Pitts. Buy, sell, or hold. Kyle Pitts. Oof. I mean, you're going to have to hold Kyle Pitts because you're never going to get what you want from a generational talent like Kyle Pitts. So he's the hold automatically. And I have gone back and forth this entire show because I knew this was coming. And in my head, I'm still kind of like just tinkering with it. And I think it just comes down to me wanting the guy attached to Tom Brady for at least the rest of this year. Give me Kate Otten. Uh, right. I love Evan Ingram, but we know he drops the ball a lot. We The Jaguars could be the Jaguars again and just lose it all over the place. Like, not mm-hmm. be good, not know who, how to throw, how to run, how to do anything. Uh, they do have Zay Jones, Marvin Jones, Christian Kirk there. Like, there's a lot of weapons there as well. And they're leaning on ETN. And like I said earlier, Tom Brady likes the middle of the field. Kate Otten is in the middle of the field. There's, it's, it's not pretty. This question's not pretty at all. But I'm going to sell Evan Ingram. I'm going to try to catch him right now while he plays the Chiefs, who are one of the worst teams against tight end, try mm-hmm. to sell that narrative off to somebody. I'm going to keep Kate Otten. I'm going to buy Kate Otten. And then, I, and then you got to keep Kyle Pitts. You can't buy or sell him. It just there's You can't get the right price point for Kyle Pitts. So Evan Ingram had like one of the juiciest matchups last week against the Raiders because yeah. they give up terrible production to the to the tight end position. Yeah, and he just didn't keep selling anything. the narrative. Sell yeah, the narrative, man. Exactly. Sell the narrative. <laughs> uh, yeah, this one's this one's really tough. Honestly, I would sell all of these guys at, if, like given the right price. Like I'll sell Kyle yeah. Pitts. I don't care. He's bad. Give me something better. I, I'm a big fan of selling all tight ends as much as physically possible because tight end is so bad that I could just replace right. it and be two points down maybe and have a pit. So you see I'll that? do it every time. Do you see that TikTok of the guy that uh, if you pay if you try to pay your family off of fantasy football? No, <laughs> his whole family's yelling at him because of how bad he's doing. He's like zero and five, and they're worried that uh, he's going to get kicked out of the league and they're they're going to be homeless. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting picked on at school because you keep starting Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts <laughs> is a generational talent, son. <laughs> I have to find that thing, dude. It's ridiculously funny. It's ridiculously funny. You got to trade Josh Allen. Josh Allen's a unicorn. <laughs> it's, it's too much uh yeah i would sell all these guys i really i mean i'm not a, overly attached to any of them i like the idea of buying Cade otten on the low I, i'm okay with that and evan ingram yeah they're holder sell candidates for me i just i don't know what you're gonna get for them like i don't yeah. know what the market is for kyle pitts you know just because he's a bad tight end this season you know he's just <laughs> not good, very good this year so what's the market for a very bad tight end in fantasy not great yeah. bob <laughs> that's that's what it yeah. is like it's, it's yeah, nothing no, good listen at this at this rate, you just you shouldn't be in the market trying to trade for a tight end unless it's Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Like, just don't do it. Just stick oh, with gosh. what you got because he's right there next to everybody else. And what are you going to give up for him? Uh, here's my yeah. old bench and a starter. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, here's everybody for a guy who's probably going to retire. Like, oh gosh, yeah. In in dynasty, it would be so brutal. It would be so brutal. Yeah. All right, let's uh, and answer a couple more questions here before we get to our last segment. We got William Watkins jumping in the chat. Appreciate you, uh, Bill. Uh, do you hold Michael Pittman in hopes Ryan isn't it? No, 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 no. I want to get rid of Michael Pittman as fast as I can, and it won't be yeah. Matt Ryan. It'll probably be Nick Foles. Yeah, BBN. 
<laughs> love my we, love BDN, man. Gotta hey, love I, I, I love BDN vibes. You know, when it's yeah. going, it's great. And when it's not going, it's not very fun. Okay. Yeah. Right. Nah, yeah, that, it's hit or miss, man. But it, when it hit, it was beautiful for me. Oh, so. well, for you. Yeah, you got a Super Bowl <laughs> out of the deal. Like, I'm a Bears fan. Like, we got a couple of random wins. You know, we, we got you beat a couple Tom of, Brady. <laughs> Yeah, we beat Tom Brady, and we, you know, we had like a couple of big games that we won. We had some big dub club celebrations. That's about it. Like, that was the biggest party we had was in the locker room with Nick Foles. It was definitely wasn't for, you know, grease in the poles status. We'll say yeah, right. Yeah, definitely not grease in the poles status for you guys. But yeah. it happened for me, so we're okay. <laughs> yeah. Cheers to that. Uh, I just traded uh, Lazard and JT for Justin Jefferson. What do I think? I think that's an awesome trade. I think yeah, you just, think you know, smoked fine. the house. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine with that redraft dynasty. I don't really care. Give me JJ every time. Uh, yeah, whoever accepted that that trade was stoned. That's that's absurd. <laughs> that's that's. I mean, in any format, that's absurd. I don't care if it's standard yeah. dynasty. You know, you got it's a punter league. I don't care. Like it's no, that's a steal. <laughs> All right, we're closing out the show here. We've got some over-under picks to make uh, for fantasy football projections. These are with six-point passing touchdowns and PPR formats. First up here, we've got Patrick Mahomes. At or versus Jacksonville over under 21 and a half points. We mentioned this one earlier, probably a, a DFS favored type of game. What do we think here? All right. I mean, like I said earlier, highest over under on the slate, three touchdowns gets me to about 18 points. So I'm mm -hmm. just going to go over. I think it's, that's the type of game he's going to have. Exactly. You you took all my points right out of my mouth. The the scoring, <laughs> the matchup, we already touched on the, the touchdown efficiency earlier, how bad receivers are getting burned. I didn't look up the tight end, how many uh, touchdowns they gave up to the tight end because Travis Kelsey isn't a tight end. He's a unicorn. He's also a wide receiver. So that's what that is. <laughs> He's a uh, unicorn. Next, <laughs> exactly. He's a unicorn, son. It's, dude, you'll you'll start busting up. He also does a great one um, with like Tom and Giselle having a nice little uh, banter. It's great. It's fantastic. Uh, I got to watch it. Oh, dude, it's fantastic. Next up, we got Najee Harris, a friendlier number, but it's Najee Harris, 11 and a half points. He is an under until for, yeah, under until further notice for me, man. Like right now we're even having rumors of Jalen Warren or whatever coming yeah. in and I'm yep. attached to Kenny Pickett and this whole, I, I want nothing to do with the Steelers offense if I can avoid it. So yep. under until further notice, this was the year to fade Najee Harris. And if you didn't, you got stuck holding the bag and I'm sorry. Yep. He was like my running back three or four given the format. Uh, so yeah, he was tough. I didn't get him in a lot of, a lot of places, but I have bought worked. low on him. I did buy low on him, not at the deadline this week, but like a couple of weeks ago, I gave up some picks for him because I, I believe the bounce back is there in the right format. Oh, like yeah. Where I'm trending down, I wanted to acquire him for hopefully a good start for next year. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, no, I don't mind it too much in Dynasty depending on the price. But for this year, I just want nothing to do with it. Yeah, absolutely. So in this game, hey, Najee, in spirit, I like the over. But, you know, where my money, it's going to the under. Sorry, bud. Yep. DeAndre Hopkins uh, going against the Rams, 14.5. He's been on a roll since coming back from the suspension. A lot of motivation there, it seems. It seems like I'm about to hedge this bet because if Kyler plays, it's over. If Kyler doesn't play, it's under. And as somebody who's been trying to download Call of Duty for the past week, this is the last time I'm going to use DeAndre Hopkins because apparently next week new maps come out and I don't Damn. trust the Kyler story. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not. Somebody told me that today and I'll use DeAndre Hopkins this week and I'll go over. But if you ask me this again next week, I'll just say under because Call of Duty. Man, there's so many factors into fantasy football now. We have to look get, at weather. Yeah. We have to look at projections. We have to look at game flow. And we have to look at, bless it, Call of Duty schedules. Like, this you is getting a bit on get? hand here. 
You know what I don't get? They put that clause in his thing and then they took it away, but they put it in for the four Plus hours of studying. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. like, come on. Like, yeah. hold your ground. Like, be it. Are you an NFL team or not? Like, fully please. agree. Fully agree. Four hours of studying is what they wanted him to do. I've been trying to upload this damn game since 3 p.m. It's 9.30. He could have did the four hours as it uploaded each week, and he'd be fine. Man, NFL internet ain't the same internet you and I rolling with. That's like, true, we're, yeah. We're content true. people, but, man, those those dudes got it, like, in every device. Like, it's in their couch, man. Like, come on. Yeah, like, that's like, true. That's true. <laughs> it's, every, it's everywhere <laughs> they go. I'm just mad at the game right now. Don't ask me. But are you going hey, over or, not, or that's, under? That, that's fair. I hope it uh, it gets to it there for you, so you can answer the call. I'm going with the uh, I'm going with the under. Don't love the matchup with Ramsey. I feel like he'll be a little bit more aggressive this week. Although they uh, are allowing the 12th most fantasy points to the wide receiver position, I'm on a similar page with you. Obviously, if Kyler doesn't play, you want to probably attack the under here. Who's their backup? Is it Trace McSorley? Yes. Damn, I don't know, man. Yes, Trace. Unfortunately, is that dude. yes. Yeah, that, that dog. Listen, I don't know. I, I, I'm only just I, talking I, myself I into the over. No, I, I don't know if I could do that, man. Like, I've, I've watched too much of him in my lifetime. I'm good. Like, you could do it. No, I can't. I can't uh, give myself that heart. My I, my watch is going to go off for heart rate. I can't do that. No. Well, my watch, my Apple watch is dead right now, so I should be fine. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, what? I'm going with the over. Give me, give me Trace or give All me right. Kyler, whoever it is. I'm going to, I'm going to go with it. Big dog's got to eat and Trace is that dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dallas Goddard, your boy, closing it down here. 12 and a half, not the friendliest matchup, but it's, it's, it's the commandos. I mean, anything. Yeah. Listen, I went against Miles Sanders earlier. My Eagles heart says I can't do it twice. I'm going over for Dallas Goddard. I'm not allowed to go against them twice. This is what the Eagles do. We hit three people. Like I said earlier, Dallas Goddard, AJ Brown, Devonta Smith, and we're not really hitting Devonta Smith right now. So I'm going to go over with Dallas Goddard. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the under just because I say he's gonna stay out of the end zone. If the Commandos have done something well, it's not allow touchdowns to tight ends. One, just one on the season. So, no, nah, I listen. Yours is a lot more analysis. Mine's is more fly Eagles fly. So, I like, like I, I got like it. You know, <laughs> we're 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 uh you know we're pretty pro Eagles around here. I mean, I'm a Bears fan. Double doink is a real thing for me. Like I get like shock from watching it. Just like I get palpitations Sorry, in my pulpit. You know, yeah. but uh, you know. Sean, you know, my boss is an Eagles fan. I I, I don't really um, have anything against underdog teams. I always feel like Eagles are underdogs. That's just kind of oh, like fine. the built into their culture. So I, I really don't have that much hate for him. But man, man, you guys didn't deserve that one. I'm sorry. That was, we, we, <laughs> come on. We gave that to you. Come I on. love that day, though, because oh, I had way too bait. many drinks after that. I was in the bar. It was the best day ever. Like, oh, I yeah, I bet. I was freaking out. <laughs> I, oh, I, believe me, I had plenty of drinks after that. They were sad, <laughs> sad drinks. Okay. Yeah. Hello, Different style of drinks there. My old friend. <laughs> yeah. All right. I got a couple more. Well, I think just one more question here. We got Vals the Goat dropping a question. Appreciate you, Vals. Uh, team, my team is now Mahomes, CMC, ETN, Hop, Jefferson, Kelsey, Amari, Damian Pierce, eight and one. All right. Yeah, why? I, like everybody else in the league should just like set their lineup and then go elsewhere. Vals like, is that goat in ten yeah. team leagues for sure. Because I don't know how <laughs> else this happened, brother. I don't, like, yeah. Come on, like I don't know. Wow, gonna, that's a mon- that's a monster team. Everybody else in the league just sets the lineup and then they go like on a date for Sunday because like they're not watching the game. They're not gonna win. Awesome. Like look yeah. at that, look at that lineup. Like that's that's ridiculous. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's that's nuts. That's too. That's crazy. I'm not playing in the league with Vals again. That's all. <laughs> Pass on vowels. 
Oh, that was the other that was the other thing you said. What what did we think of that trade? Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Very good. Well, Joe, appreciate you coming on, sir. Again, remind everybody where they can find you and some good stuff that you're work that you're working on that people can look out for. Yeah, like I said, you find me on pretty much every social media, JPEP20. I am that fake verified one now. I paid the $8. Everybody suck it. <laughs> um, but you can find me at JPEP20 at every social media. You can find me with Haymakers for Hope for this boxing thing where we're trying to KO cancer. And then just keep your eyes out for that thing that I'm not allowed to talk about yet, but it's coming out soon. That's Look out for it. Say. Look out for it. I for someone like myself who just like I don't I don't shit on Elon Musk, you know. Like I get it. Like it's <laughs> it's tough running multi you know billion dollar conglomerates. I you know it's probably not I, not an easy job, but you know I pay my bucks too. I could get my check yeah. mark. You know you can you blow, can toss me mine. Yeah, I blow eight dollars all the time on the dumbest things. Like if I turn this camera around to all the stuff I just bought for Christmas that I don't need, yeah, no. Like I take my eight dollars, give me the stupid little check. My whole Twitter now is Eagles Green though. Like you could change the color in that. So oh, dang. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's all Eagles Green now because the Phillies, unfortunately, they're done. So I had to move on. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, yeah, sorry about that too. But I'm also yeah. a Cubs fan, so eat crow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no verification at this time. Sorry, I'm still waiting. On, I'm still waiting on mine. I don't know what I got to do. I don't. I don't know what I got. I don't need another eight bucks. What's What's going on here? I'm still. Dude, waiting. I, I tried for months. So as soon as I could pay for it, I was like, screw it. I'm paying for it. I ain't doing. Oh, this I am. Are you Are you kidding me? Yeah, I've, yeah. I've been trying to like probably like three times. I have like you know like a a journal portfolio and stuff like that. Like you know, Same. as as a sports journalist, like come on, like I I have the portfolio and I want a TV show. And I still can't get verified. That's that's dude. That's not right. If you're on the if you're on the TVs, then that's just you play by different rules. I literally just want to write in there like, "Hey, my guy, I know you didn't watch it, but like here," and just like put like a little link to I, it. I didn't. I didn't ask you what were you on. Were you like on Survivor, um, Big Brother? Or? I wish it was one of those shows. It was a show that got canceled after one season. That's probably why I didn't get verified through it. Um, it was called TKO. Kevin uh -huh. Hart was the host. Imagine okay. Ninja Warrior meets Wipeout as a show okay okay and i won that you won it yeah you didn't just like show up and have a good time like you went over there no. and like you won it no no i actually broke my thumb and uh dislocated my ankle during it so it was Shit. not a good time but i won it <laughs> okay what was what was yeah. the prize if you don't mind if you don't mind sharing fifty thousand dollars yeah. <laughs> bang bang yeah. chicken yeah. and shrimp was not mad it was not mad at all and then they bring the eagles mascot out to it because uh very long story short as a kid i named the eagles mascot I won that contest as a kid and you think I could verify through that. But the dude Shit. hugs me, the mascot yeah. hugs me afterwards and he's like, good job, man. And I almost like it's on camera. I almost punch him because I wasn't expecting the mascot to talk and it freaked me the hell out, man. It freaked <laughs> me out. Not even kidding. And there goes season two. Nice job, Joe. <laughs> it was my fault. It was my fault. <laughs> I love it. That's that's fantastic. Uh, I've been trying to get on Survivor for a minute. It's not happening. It's okay. I'm still waiting. Need Waiting Talk for that right moment. That is tough. It's, tough. it's toughy. Uh, we got one more question in here. We're sticking around for it. Uh, we got, should I trade Auden for Muth and Thielen? I don't like that. Uh, my other wait, wide wait, receivers wait. are D. Olave. Tra should, I, should I trade Olave wow. for Muth and Thielen? I don't like that. No. My other no. wide receivers are D. Hop, Amon Ra, Pittman, and London. So Pittman no. and London are pretty much untrustable. You have a great yeah. core with Olave, D. Hop, and Amon Ra, and your tight ends are, you only have Taysom Hill, bud. Waller, that dude gone. Yeah. He he did. Yeah, and tight end is a crapshoot. We've talked about this. Like, yeah. if it's not Kelsey, you're just kind of playing the waiver wire. So don't go mm -hmm. out and trade for something, especially not somebody like Chris Olave. Yeah, no, exactly. That's that's a great asset to own right now. Would not put it up for 
Fryermuth, no way. No, that's not nah. even close. And then Thielen and Adam is also, Thielen's a nothing. Yeah. Yeah, it's absolute same category. Like, nope, no thank you. Pass. Come again next year. All right. <laughs> Very good. Again, Joe, appreciate you coming on. Uh, you guys Thank go you. follow him on Twitter at JPEP20. You can find me on Twitter at SGPNJB. Take care, be well, be good. And if you can't be good, be good at it. We'll see you guys.